Let's just get into this. The Warriors blow out the Celtics 107 to 88. And now the series is 1-1. If you're the Warriors, here's two things you know right now. Two games into this series, Steph Curry has been the best player in these finals by far. 31 points, five rebounds, just under five assists, three steals, 46% from the field, 46% from three. Maybe the next consistent warrior, it's been Andrew Wiggins. He didn't have a great shooting night, not efficiency-wise, but he impacted the game with his defense and his rebounding. Wiggins right now, two games in, is giving you 15-5, and shooting 44% from the field, and a respectable, more than respectable, actually, 40% from three. Jordan Poole woke up, had a pretty good game, especially in the second half. He's shooting 42% from the three. Clay Thompson, here's the thing that Boston should worry about. They're saying Golden State should worry. You're 1-1 in a series in which Clay Thompson is shooting 30% from the field and under 30% from three. I expected him to struggle defensively because he doesn't have the lateral quickness to stay in front of guys like Brown and Tatum. But to, to Clay's credit, what he's been good at all the time, going back to when they first started winning titles, as a defender, Clay's been a very good and effective player guarding bigger players. And they put Clay on Al Horford. Now, I don't think the Celtics, especially Brown and Tatum, made a true effort to get the ball to Al Horford, but I thought Clay did a very good job on him. That said, going into game three, if you're the Warriors, you have to unlock Clay Thompson. You have to find a way to get him some clean looks so he can get that confidence back up. Because Clay is that, that guy that can go on his own run and hit eight or nine threes in a row. I'm not saying he needs to score 30 for them to win this series, but he do he does need to be more efficient a score and a more impactful score. I thought Kevin Looney was solid. The truth of the matter is the way the Warriors played. It negated Boston's size advantage, even more so with Tatum, Brown, and Smart constantly turning the ball over. If the Warriors can get out and they can play fast before the before the Celtics can set their defense, Boston's in trouble. They've got to find a way to take care of the basketball. Going forward, I think Boston has to reestablish Jason Tatum. He's yet to actually have a complete game in these finals. He scored more points in game two, but I thought he was less efficient overall as a player. And anybody, anybody that asks me, do I think the Celtics can win this series with Jason Tatum currently playing at the level he's at? Simple answer. Or, or maybe a little calmer. No. My point is this. Games three and game four in Boston, to me, those two games will determine whether or not Jason Tatum is the guy that a lot of pundits want him to be. I see Jason Tatum as an all-star who's trying to make that leap to superstar 
Many already have him as a superstar. If he's that dude, if he's a superstar, as many have suggested, then he will protect home. He will come up big. Jason Tatum won't just play well. He'll play in a dominant fashion. They don't need a consistent Jason Tatum. They need a consistently aggressive Jason Tatum to win games three and four. Matter of fact, they need that to win the series. But if Boston surrenders home court to the Golden State Warriors, I'll make this prediction right now. They lose a series. Simple as that. If Golden State goes back 2-2, I think Golden State wins this series. If you're a Celtics fan, even though your squad got blown out in game two, they did do their job. They got the split. I mean, they could have got greedy and gone for more, but they did get the split. Now you come back home for games three and four with an opportunity to take a stranglehold on the series. But here's the bad side. Your two best players, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, your two games into the NBA Finals, Jalen Brown is shooting 37% from the field, 30% from three. Jason Tatum is shooting 30% from the field. He is shooting 50% from three, but most of his shots are coming inside the arc. He is struggling. Jason Tatum is a superstar talent, but I wouldn't say he has a consistent superstar mentality. He is a rhythm player. And if you can get to him early, he gets down on himself. So to me, for the Celtics, an easy prescription. You've got to go to him early and often, get him in a rhythm, get him going, and make him, if you have to, be consistently aggressive. Like I said before, they don't need him to just be consistent. He needs to be consistently aggressive. The, the Boston Celtics can't win this series with this current version of Jason Tatum or the current version of Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was great in the fourth in game one, but overall, the turnovers and too many times the over-penetration, you play right into the Warriors' hands when you're playing in traffic like that. Yes, they don't have shot blocking, so you should attack the basket, but you have to be selective and smart in how you attack the basket. As I just said, I expect them to take advantage every chance they get of the Al Horford Clay Thompson matchup. Should Clay Thompson match up with Al Horford again? Derek White has been very good for him. He, they, he's been their third scorer. Derek White can put the ball on the deck, he can shoot the three. I like what Derek White has done. They need more from Marcus Smart. There's no question. Just like Draymond is their emotional leader of the Warriors, Marcus Smart is that guy. For Celtics, he's not only got to lead, he's got to find to find a way to keep Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown engaged in an aggressive fashion, not be so quick to settle, especially when you're settling for contested jump shots. Boston is the bigger team, but if they're going to play fast, or should I say they allow Golden State to play fast because of turnovers, that will totally negate their size advantage. And one more thing, their bigs or anybody, you can't get caught up with, with what Draymond Green does. He's going to try to get into your head, a la Pat Bev and other guys of that nature. You just got to attack him. You have to play through it. If you play through it, you're fine. But if you engage with him, that's a losing battle. 
I still think the Celtics are the better team. But if you're asking me, because a lot of times in sports, your mentality weighs more than your ability. And right now, even though it's 1-1, I would say the Golden State is playing with the mentality of a team that's going to try to win a title versus what I see in Boston is a team that looks like they're trying to hang on. They have to not only match Golden State's effort, they have to match the intensity. It's not like Golden State overall is a physical team, but I thought as a group in their team defense concept, they were reaching, they were digging down in the post, creating a lot of turnovers, getting steals, and then playing fast, which plays right into their hands. I think the Celtics should run when the opportunity is there, but they need to make this a half-court battle and they need to assert their size and their physical dominance. Jason Tatum, I'm going to say it one more time. Yes, he can't do it on his own. He needs Jalen Brown. He needs Marcus Mark. He needs the crew. But if he's that dude, Boston's got to win games three and four. Players to watch for game three for the Celtics, it's got to be Al Horford and Peyton Pritchard. Horford has to find a way to be effective and take advantage of his size advantage against Klay Thompson in the post. And Peyton Pritchard, I just expect his shot to fall better a lot more consistently at home. For Golden State, I'm going with Otto Porter Jr. and Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson has to get unlocked for Golden State to win this series. And I just think that when they have Otto Porter Jr. on the floor with Draymond Green, it gives them just enough size to compete with the Celtics on the boards, but it also allows them to get out and play fast because Porter has the ability to shoot the three as well. I'll be back after game three. It's the NBA Cypher.